Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Seth Ott, owner of Ott Insurance Agency. Seth is your advisor to help you avoid financial ruin. Hey, that's what we all want, right? Super. Seth, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it. Uh, can't thank you guys enough for this opportunity to share my story. Oh, it's our pleasure. So um, for everyone out there, can you just expand a bit on what you, you know, what you do, who you serve and how you do it? Yeah, I, uh, my agency and I, we're a team. We love serving our uh, community. And what we do, we help educate our community on their home, auto, life and small business insurance needs. Insurance is very confusing. And if you don't know how that policy is going to protect you at claim time, you could be facing some financial ruin situations and we want to help educate you and, and hold your hand through that process so that way you don't have to turn that bad day into a bad decade. Nice. And with your new clients coming through, what is the, what is the biggest thing that you, you consistently find that people either need help with or that um, they're sort of misinformation or they're struggling with? Yeah, I think the biggest consistency struggle just industry-wide far as um, between us and, and talking to clients, a lot of them think they can get the coverages they need in 5, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Yes, but it's not going to help protect you from financial ruin. Everybody wants to get what's taken care of now, uh, but we need to look at the big picture over 5, 10, 15, 20 years, you know. And, mm. and help them understand the cost that way. So I think that's the biggest struggle between being a, an insurance agent advisor, you know, for folks, are they willing to sit down and talk at least an hour? Let's make sure we go over everything. And we're going to ask questions that we don't do because then we can put them in touch with other folks like you that maybe that's the need they need. I don't know, but we can put them in touch with them until we have that conversation. So it's hard to do all that when everybody thinks they can get it just like that. Ah, uh, so you're up against what, a lot of people are right now the the mentality the the societal drive for the quick hack the quick fix yep. um when some things it's it's not you need time exactly we, we need time in, in order to be an advisor or a guide anybody that has an advisor they spend time with them right so we're trying to take that same approach on the insurance side to do that um uh, for our community our clients in that respect um and then, you know, the other the other bigger issue is the general public typically thinks one policy fits all. And you got to explain that as simple as life has gotten, it's actually made the insurance side more complex. So now it's not just one coverage that covers everything anymore like it used to. 
you know, hundred years ago. So, so really, it's it's your job to make my life so much easier. You get to explain, to me, guide me through, right? Exactly. Yes, sir. That is our goal. What do you love most about the line of work that you do? Um, what I love most is uh, the fact that I say probably ninety percent of the time, what I get to do is build relationships. It's the relationship that's key. And you know, I just want the opportunity to help make sure you're taken care of. Because the worst thing I want to happen is I talk to you and not say anything and say, hey, let me just take a look at your stuff and help you out. No cost to you. But then a year later, you call me up and say, Seth, I had this happen. What do I do? I feel bad if I didn't reach out and say, hey, just let me take a look. You don't have to put your coverages with me, but I want to make sure you're taken care of. And that's what's most important. Um, And I love that. Just the opportunity to build that relationship um, because it's not about the person individually they may know somebody that actually needs my help so it's building those relationships is what i love the most love that but also let's take it back to a a business perspective because that benefits yourself and your business so whilst you love building Mm -hmm. relationships it's also beneficial for you because then you get to grow you get to build relationships have more flourishing clients because that's the point of business that some people often try and look away from we're all in business to make money to grow so that we can further help more and more people right yeah no i I think um you know one there's a lot of good books out there that everybody can read but one that always comes to mind for me is kind of like what zig ziglar would always say help enough people get what they want eventually you'll get what you want and i truly believe that works on the personal side, on the business side, and especially on the business side, if I help my teammates get what they want, the business gets what they need. Um, and, and I think it's just that we have to serve to make a, a, a sale, I guess, if that's how you want to look at it and break it down. Nothing yeah. comes without service first. And to authentically care about what you do and who you're working for. For sure. Yes, I, you have to be very honest. And I, I genuinely do care. I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to, to at least understand there's no one set situation that fits for everybody, but everything's unique. So it's just creating those opportunities for each of those folks. Beautiful. Now, with, with this podcast, we talk awful lot with, with business owners about their journey, what they've been through. Um, we uh-huh. would love to hear a little bit about you know, maybe the challenges that you faced when you first started, maybe those challenges that you never saw coming, whether it impacted your business or your personal life or your health. or you know, what, what was that? What did that look like? Yeah, so I guess a little bit backstory there, and this may be a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I was previously an outside sales rep for a livestock supplement company. Um, I grew up wearing my cowboy hat. I have it. I don't wear it necessarily when I'm here at the office, but when I head out, I always have it on. Um, I can actually grab it so you can see, but I should have just had it handy. But um, yeah, see, so I'm always usually wearing my cowboy hat. This is me. I think the biggest struggle when I first started for the first year, um, I didn't wear my hat period. And I didn't allow me to be who I was, right? Uh, I think you have to be who you are, no matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter what it is. It's more about the people you're with, because mm-hmm. you need people for support um, to get through those highs and those lows. You know, and some of those challenges, that was the first challenge I faced uh, when I started insurance in 2020, uh, went through that whole journey. And then now we have our own agency here in 2021, um, you know, and just learning to be a 
business owner at that point in time and understanding that my team, they're responsible first. They have, I'm sorry, I'm responsible for them first. So they mm -hmm. have to be able to eat before I eat. So just always having that servant's heart that I have to put them before me means they get paid first before I even get paid as the agency mm -hmm. owner. Okay. One thing you just said that is that the, the who I am. So you didn't wear your cowboy hat. What was it that stopped you from or held you back from being who you truly were? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not that I wasn't trying to be who I truly was. I, I, I kind of liked the idea of, oh, I'm now suit and tie, but I'm like, how do I do a suit and tie with a cowboy hat? Well, you know, um, there's plenty of Western people that dress up with you know, suit and tie. And obviously I showed you, I put it on, I have it today with me. Um, but it, that was just kind of a mindset thing. I thought that's what the insurance industry was. And so mm -hmm. I was maybe trying to put myself in a peg that it wasn't. Um, so yeah. I have to be very transparent with myself and realistic. Who am I? And I can't change that just because I think that's what it is or, or maybe the outside influence I got from other people saying, Nope, that's what I got to do now. You know? Mm -hmm. And I decided, Nope, I, I have this because this reminds me who I am, where I come from. And, you know, I eventually want to be able to have uh, my own ranch again and so forth like that. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I asked that because so many business owners, um, and me included when I first started, feel like you have to work in a certain way. You have to act in a certain way. You have to do certain things. Um, family members, friends trying to advise or tell you from their experience. Mm. And it comes from, from their fears or their, their beliefs. And it infiltrates into what we're trying to do. And we, we find that we, it's, it's hard to hold the line and not let those doubts those worries, those fears, those external right. fears come into play. So I think it's fascinating that you said that and that that's one of the things that you that you found straight away. And it's such a visual as in sounds so small, but it's a big part of your personality, right? Yes. Yeah, I think self-awareness is, is one of the biggest things. What I always tell my team is we have to pour into ourselves so we can pour out to others. So if you don't make sure you're taking care of yourself and being who you are, Mm -hmm. then um, you're not going to be genuine when you, when you talk to other people and you're not going to be able to pour out. And by when I mean pour out, I mean help and, and serve other folks or other projects, things, whatever. You said also that the responsibility that you have with you know, having your team, they eat first. You have such responsibility to your clients, a responsibility to your team. Was that a struggle when you first started to try and find that balance between, you know, giving and receiving, being able to take care of yourself, putting yourself first, but then also taking care of the other people? No, not, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, the Lord um, very well, um, I think, prepared me for this. And, and a lot of that is when I was in um, high school, my senior year, I graduated with uh, my associates as a, a machinist, a certified machinist. And so I started getting a job right away. Well, that year my dad lost his job. Um, and so then I became the sole breadwinner for the family. So mm -hmm. I think that just kind of relates to when I started the business as well. Like I always have enjoyed looking out for a family and I see my business as my family. Um, every member of it, they, I treat them as like a brother, sister, family member of some sort or some way. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I, I think that's just what prepared me for that. So no, that wasn't difficult, um, you know, and 
in any uh, prepare me for the point when we felt like we about faced bankruptcy when we thought we were going to lose the business you know um half a year ago to to now understanding that you know we kept pouring in and, and we believed and we prayed and the lord provided those opportunities um and you know now we're on the totally opposite side of that so it I guess I'm blessed that that was that was not a challenge. But looking back now, I see that that's what the Lord prepared me for. And I had no idea then until now. Oh, congratulations. That sounds like Thank a you. recent journey and also such a a blessing to come. Oh, within that. the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's if you could be recent you could, with you know, this, this looming recession that's apparently happening and all this struggle that's happening all around the world in England, in America. Mm-hmm. To get some, I don't know, advice, guidance, just words of wisdom from someone who you've physically seen that you know, near bankruptcy and then come through it with, you know, blessings, hard work, opportunities, being able to do the right thing. Yeah. Looking back now, it must be so much easier than being in that situation. But what would you, what advice or words of wisdom could you give to people who are either worried about that or actually going through it? Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a, a combination of things, but for for sure, you know, at least we're a Christian business. Um, don't don't think you have to do it all on your own. You have a team. Um, you have the Heavenly Father. You know, mm-hmm. depend on Him. He says He'll provide. And 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 maybe I got a little bit with the business, thinking that I could carry the rock and load all on my own, and and it got to a point where I couldn't. And then it's the moment I started switching back and focusing on that He can provide. Those opportunities came around and, and the issues that I thought were problems weren't problems. They ended up not being problems, you know. So I guess just if, if you're a believer of some sort, believe in that, trust in that, um, and, and they'll come through. And then other than that, you know, trust your team. Nice. And with that, the faith, the belief <laughs> that you held onto, that you truly had, once you had really you know, embraced that, what happened what opportunities what different actions were you or were your team taking yeah well i think you you said it a lot earlier mark um some of it has you know we're kind of in a spiritual realm mental realm a lot of what we deal with is is all up here so you know do we have the the mindset of if you can you must and that doesn't mean you have to work an 80 hour week but it, it means if you can you must what are the top priorities that need to be done today and not get caught up in um, all the little things that take you away from being most productive with your business. And, you know, so I, I was struggling a lot with that. And, you know, my mentors helped me with that as well. So learning to to focus on the top five, um, you know, I've, I've always kind of documented and tracked things, but I wasn't consistent with it. Um, and I think getting consistent with tracking your activity and, and having somebody to hold you accountable or figure out however hold it accountable. I thought I could hold myself accountable. I did to an extent, but obviously not the right way. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I found an accountability partner. Um, and I think that's that would be the other thing I would say that would be most important. I think that's Find a guide problem. or an advisor. Finding that having that, those people around you. Because being a business owner and entrepreneur, we keep saying it, it can be a lonely, lonely place at times. Yeah. We might have the support, but family members, our partners don't quite understand. Um, it's a different kind of mentality and brings forth different problems and and, and you know, challenges and opportunities. Um, but you said about there's a couple of little things that sort of got in your way. What were those little things that started to take your attention or your focus away before you were aware of them? 
Yeah, uh, I think it's always learning and, and changing, try to find other ways. Um, you know, I, I think, I guess, broadly, kind of what that is, learning what my natural skill set is. And, and that little thing was, I thought I had to be doing a lot of the stuff in the weeds, you know, on the day-to-day -day stuff requirement, but learning what is my best strength. Um, and when I say strength, those are my God-given talents. How do I utilize those to best serve his community, which I serve through our business as an insurance advisor. So I think that was the, the biggest little thing that I learned is like I was taking too much of that and working just in the day-to-day -day doing the, the office work when I should have probably been focusing more on building those relationships. The part that I truly love, I get regenerated from that part as well because I care about that. So I'd say that was probably the biggest one I, I had to learn how to to shift it and, and find my teammate or who's better at what spot and, and help it out that way. Yeah, I mean, that's that's huge. A huge amount of the uh, the focus of our coaching is helping people get out of their own way. As business owners, yeah. when we first start, oh my gosh, don't we just take on so much? We try and do everything because number one, no one could do it as well as us, right? And then we have that. Yeah. The, the struggle I, you're laughing as much as i am because we've both been there both done that what was it for you that enabled you to have that was it a moment a realization that allowed you to finally get out of your own way um you know i, I think a lot of it is is kind of go back to that that first struggle like like i told you where i felt like we hit rock bottom and, and had to figure out how to go the other way um I think that was the moment I knew I had to change something somewhere and, and learning that, okay, maybe it's not as important to do some of those things in the weeds as I thought I had to do. Um, and they can wait for a, another time. I, I think that's kind of where it was, but that moment hit, um, essentially, I, I think it's kind of a mindset thing. At what point are you tired of where you're at and are you willing to make a change? And that's, that's when it hit for me, I was tired of being there and I wanted to make a change and, and now, you know, we're heading the other direction. Um, and that doesn't make it, my way is the only way or somebody else's it's it's the way that works for me and i'm on my own path but that's that's the, the moment where i learned that and i learned i had to get out of my way uh for that one i've and always known i needed sorry, just to jump help. in there that, that, that's why you're here to share yeah, because your way is isn't the only way but if we can share stories you know mm -hmm. we talk to so many different business owners in different industries everyone's got a slightly different sort of twang on their way um what was it for you what the community, I think you've mentioned before, who is around you? What mentors, what coaches, what were, what were the things that actually provided the most support and then ultimately changed for you? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and then it goes all back to that point where, like I said, it, for me, it was just make sure where did I want to spend most of my time and where am I getting the mic people that understood that. And a lot of that came from, you know, some of the elders of, of my church you know, circling around them, they've been through much more life. So they understand the struggles um, and they've been through that and they're, you know, and they're now doing great now, you know, 40, 50, 60 years later. So having somebody that I can talk to and have that relationship with and open up with the struggles, you have to be very open and willing to be vulnerable for anything to, I think, improve. Um, so learning that and always doing that, but finding who can you trust to do that, I think is key. Um, and then, uh, very blessed to have, you know, other, plenty of other coaches that have always been there. You know, I've had a, a mentor since, since college that has always been a mentor to me, John Spence. He's one of the very first ones I, 
I met and he, you know, told me to always focus on um, EQ um, instead of IQ, you know, and I think empathy is, is very important um, and focusing on, I see just how every year over year it, it, it grows and doing that self-awareness um, allows me each time to get out of my way. Um, and I'm not perfect. There's always more to do. So. So for you, empathy is a huge, huge factor with not only your growth, yes. but the way that you expand with people. Love 100%. It is 100% what I focus on. It's, it's, it's an approach that we, um, we live by, you know, to approach something with curiosity, empathy, and love. If you can get into that mindset, to get into that shift, and that's how you approach something, someone, some situation, you can't help but shift your perception slightly and then change the way in which you engage. So that one phrase, curiosity, empathy, and love, I think is can be a game changer if you're finding being sort of triggered or worried or doubt or overwhelmed by a person or a situation. And it sounds like you kind of found that as well. Yeah, no, I, I think you said it right, Mark, as well. Um, you know, love is one of the strongest emotions, or I should say is the strongest emotion, in my opinion. There's many forms of love as well, too. Um, but the fact that, like you, we've talked a little bit earlier, you know, we're, we're not necessarily um, always dealing with things in the physical realm. It's things between our brain mm -hmm. or our ears or whatever, you know, so that's the part. But how do we show love? How do we do love? How do you take action on that, you know? Um, and that I think is if, if we try to lead with that, that's one of the most important things that allows people to see the empathy um, in action as well. Lovely. And then going forward, so you've come through so much and done so well over the last couple of years going through the challenges. What's, what's the goal for, mm -hmm. for 2023 what's, um, and beyond? Uh, what's, what's the plan? What's yeah. going on? Yeah, so I think the goal going forward for me is it's not necessarily, excuse me, I apologize. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, a, a number thing. Um, it really goes back to family for me. So I am a Texas Aggie. You know, I like the number 12. So I, my goal is really to grow the team to have 12, 12 team members. Um, and so right now we're at um, four and we're adding another person that's joining here in the new year with us. And we'd like to add, a, you know, a couple more um, as well. And so I think if we can have another team member by the end of the year and then just kind of keep growing from there, but that would be my goal to get to, to 12. Um, I think that would be a great number. You know, that's over the next 10 years, I guess, would be kind mm -hmm. of the goal on that. And I truly believe if we have the right size team, then we can service the right size amount of people um, and help them out. And, you know, the Lord will take care of the rest on, on the other side. So Nice. What kind of challenges do you, anticipate coming your way over the next you know couple of months um as you do start to grow to that number you know i don't think any of the challenges that we've ever faced are ever going to go away in general um we're always going to face those mindset things you know i have to remember why am i getting up today i'm doing it mm -hmm. for my family who's my family it's it's my team you know and it may be my physical family as well um mm -hmm. I don't think those challenges are ever going to go away. Industry specific, you know, there's always things that we're going to face on that. Things are always changing. You know, our lives are always getting easier, but that doesn't necessarily mean the the insurance coverages for your auto policy or home policy are always easier. Um, 
you know, and, and same thing on, on the life insurance side as well. Okay. And right now, what, what lights you up from, from how this fuels your, your life personally? How, what has this business allowed you to, to do personally? You know, I think it's allowed me to just continue to grow personally um, and focus on self-awareness, um, you know, not on a selfish side, but it, it's allowed me to do that, to be 100% responsible for my actions. And I think that's important no matter what you do, but it, it's what I needed to be able to do that. Um, and so I, I think that's what the business has allowed me to do. And that's what gets me to go because I truly do love building relationships and seeing how can I help you. One of my favorite questions I always like to ask when I meet with somebody new is, you know, what challenges are you facing and how can I maybe help you overcome that? Maybe it's somebody I know. Maybe it's maybe I have the answer because somebody told me about it. I always say what I, what I share is not what I, I know. It's what it's been told to me. And I just want to share that knowledge and pass it forward. Um, I think that's what that's what motivates me. I love the difference that you're making in the world with the people that you touch, whether you, they become clients or not, it's, it's beautiful to hear. So, Hey, thank you so much for your time. Thank, thank you. you for sharing your, your story and those words of wisdom to help people throughout their journey. I, I, I appreciate it. If anybody needs anything, sometimes we just need somebody to talk to. So feel free to reach out to me. I'd be happy to, to answer and chat and get to know you as well. And maybe we can help each other um, serve our community together. Hey, awesome. If anyone wants to get in touch with you or find out more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, so you can um, find me on geez, Instagram. My wife has a, a business Instagram, so it's Ott Insurance Texas is the handle there. And then um, you can also call or text 972-329-4811. Perfect. Seth, hey, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate you guys are doing something. Um, I really appreciate it as well to the community, the nation. You know, people need these opportunities to be transparent. And I appreciate you allowing that platform um, because that's how we learn from each other. We don't have to learn from our own failures, but we can learn from each other. So I appreciate you creating this platform and safe space. Thank you Thanks, so much. Thank you so much. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.